Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to A Very Bookish Podcast. This is episode 31. We're going to talk about the Shadow and Bone series with a special guest. Today, I have my brother here, my brother Jacob. Say hi, Jacob. Hello. it's been an interesting start of this is our second start to the podcast um we have jacob on here today because he doesn't he's never read the books before and so he's literally coming this blind reacting i guess you could say to the series having nothing expecting nothing versus us readers who are like oh yeah this is gonna happen next and this happens next and then jacob's probably over there like what's gonna happen and then it's like oh that's it yeah <laughs> no like when we, we were watching it because like we were deciding okay we're gonna start it we're gonna start it we're gonna start it but then like it took it took weeks for us to start it, it took then like we, months yeah we finally did and it was like we're watching one episode a night and that's it let him savor it and then i'm like oh, cool so we were watching it and i had to keep he told me don't react don't say nothing don't gas on nothing and i'm like i won't i promise she does that when you know it's okay i do it too i was doing it the whole time i still do it it's it's, it's it is what it is but um we we got through it and it was pretty cool it was a good bonding experience yeah how long did it take y'all to finish the season <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> took you a couple of weeks didn't it like there's some episodes that i'm like wow. which which okay which episode was like where you were like after you finished you were like holy cow like whoa do you remember which episode that was i think like the first one mm-hmm. would be good if i didn't watch the trailer she made me watch the trailer and oh. it was like you know they're setting things up and I'm like, I'm usually like that with like shows that I watch, especially because like I try to watch as much shows as I can. So like usually I could tell if I'm on a like show on the first go around. Like there's a bunch of animes I watched, but then like the first episode, I'm out. But like this one was pretty cool and like building everything, getting to know the characters, and I was like, yeah. So the first episode, it had me hooked. It hooked you in. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, because I, I forget that, like, I, I totally forget when, like, you watch it. It's, like, there are people who watch the show who had no idea it was books. And, like, we were selling out of it at Bards & Noble. Um, but I, like, totally forget that, like, y'all, there's some people in this world who have never read the books and, like, just saw the show and was, like, oh, this is cool. It's a book. Versus, like, us book readers were, like, anticipating this show for the last year and we're, like, oh, my God, there's going to be a Netflix show, Shadow and Bone, Holy Cow. Ben Barnes, <laughs> all the edits and stuff. And so that's, that's interesting. That's what I ended up telling him. I'm just like, oh, Ben Barnes is in this. And then he's just like, who the fuck is that? And I was just like, it's Prince Caspian. And then he was like, oh. That guy. Mm, okay. Oh. I was just like, ah, you're not too much on TikTok to know what's been up. And so, not. yeah. <laughs> yeah well I grew up with Ben Barnes I don't know I I grew up like I I went to Disney World and I still I got the picture from my mom of me with Prince Caspian oh that's cute 
at the time I thought he looked exactly like Ben Barnes like I was so excited I was like oh my gosh he's like crushing on me I'm like this 10 year old little girl and I'm like looking up at this like probably 31 year old man he's probably just like this idiot child needs to leave I'm like sweating and stuff I'm like oh my gosh he's looking at me like how all girls do it at that age but I like looking at the photo now I'm like he looks nothing like Prince Caspian fantasized it's okay it's okay those those movies were my childhood I still watch that well because like I like the first one that's like that's an iconic scene iconic when they're running at each other I get chills when like the leopards start like pushing forward. Oh, and they have the little yeah, yeah. thing, and I'm like, yeah, go, go. Yes. Man. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I yeah. I usually when I rewatch, I usually just rewatch the first one because yeah. it's like it's nice and simple, and then I skip to Ben Barnes because <laughs> I like the second one because he was pretty cool in there. But they tried to give him like this Euro Spanish accent because the guy, the I think I think he was saying something about it about like the director telling him like, well, they're Spaniards. He's like, well, the Spaniards, you gotta get kind of give him an accent. So he tried to come up with one on his mm-hmm. own. And then the second movie, they're just like, yeah, see, we're not gonna do that this time. <laughs> just stick to your regular accent. Yeah, I like the se- the third one, but. Just for him, and 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 I like, I like, sea movies, when they're on a boat. Pirates. Yeah, pirates. I mean, it's not pirate, but still. But like, they're on the sea. Pirates. And, and generalization. Edmund was older in that one. That's true. I didn't like Edmund. Oh no, no, no. it wasn't Edmund. Who's the new guy? Gosh. Oh, um. Uh, the cousin, cousin, uh, something. Neville, Neville, no. That's Let not. me. I'll look it up real quick. Um. <laughs> uh, he's the guy from Maze Runner. The guy yeah. with long eyebrows. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Can you imagine having those type of eyebrows? Yeah, you're. You're type, always yeah, like you're typecast for the douche. With the uh, yeah, with that look. Anyways, I forgot. Movies. Oh. Yeah. He it will will Poulter. I forgot he I forgot who he played, but it doesn't say who he played. Interesting. But yes, I know which guy you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah. So when I told him that Prince Caspian was in it, he was just like, uh, oh, whatever about it. And so we just kept watching it. So I I do admit, I like when I showed him the trailer, it was because I was trying to hype him up to it because I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to be excited about it. I want to think about it. But then as soon as I showed it to him, I was just like, I shouldn't have showed it to him. I should have left them completely in the dark. So my question is, so like for me, I hate reading synopsises of books. So I hate knowing anything about the book. Um, And I like to go in like fully, like not knowing anything about it and just going into it and seeing if I like it. Is that how you are with like TV shows and stuff and movies? You don't like to watch trailers. You just kind of go into it. And if it catches you, it catches you. And if not, not, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm kind of like that. I mean, with everything, I kind of just don't want like a outside perspective because then I have to like come in with like an expectation of it. Yeah, because it also spoils a little bit of it. Because like you're like, oh, she's a sun summoner, and you're like, you don't know that the first what one and a half 
episodes the first second half the first half of the second episode too you're like what is she and then you're like oh so i like it though the first episode was pretty cool because like um especially the timing between the two groups yeah well because like you figure out later on in in like the the third episode second episode (laughs) that kaz and anesh that whole thing of them figuring out who that person that they got off the ship getting the information about this job is all happening after Alina is already taken to the little mm-hmm. palace. I thought yeah. that was pretty I how did you feel about the blended the two stories of like Alina and Mal's story and Alina's story of becoming like the Sunsunner versus like the Kazbrecker? Do you think they um mixed it well and blended it together well based just on without knowing anything from the books yeah i think it was a little bit like a of like a double-edged sword because like it was blended real like you stayed kind of interested but like when you have those scenes with like kaz and everybody in the crows it's like cool like i love this i want to stay here i want to live with these guys and you go back to alina and she's like crying <laughs> Like, She's just crying on the bedroom floor. <laughs> get up. I don't want to be a sum summoner. I'm like, yeah, this whole thing like depends on you. But there are cool moments. And I think like um she has like the better moments of like kind of world building. Kaz mm-hmm. is kind of like the more like action-packed, like more like just cool things you want like in a show. Yeah. Yeah, because um, the Six of Crows book is a heist book, so it's it's it doesn't it deals with their air magical elements, versus like the Sh- Shadow and Bone trilogy. It definitely is that more heavy world building where it's talking about the magic systems, learning how to do magic and stuff. So you kind of, I, which is interesting because the Six of Crows book is two years after the trilogy. So we're as readers also we're seeing what the crows are doing two years before the book which yeah. is interesting, which I don't know if you knew that. No. I, didn't, I didn't tell him nothing. You didn't tell him anything? So I'm just spitting all of this information to him. Yeah. And then there's just like the, the math equation going on. <laughs> the woman with the math equation, she's like. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like Alina is giving us more of like the political side of it too mm-hmm. and the other guys the crows are just well we need money let's mm-hmm. go do this thing i did like the crows um scenes a lot more jasper was like hilarious i love him Good so time. much the casting for this series was spot on it's 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 oddly weird how when you read the books and like you imagine him and stuff and you imagine Kaz, they've majority of these characters, like Kaz, Freddie Carter and Ben Barnes were actually fan casted years ago as Kaz and um, the Darkling on Tumblr. And like, there were literally fan edits of them. And Leigh Bardugo was like, well, they're gonna be like the actual characters now. So it's kind of funny how Leigh like listened to readers and were like, if you want them, we'll get them with that Netflix money. <laughs> so yeah, like Freddie, he looks so. He looks exactly like Kaz. It's like literally exactly like him. Um, 
and he's such a sweetheart off the set it's so sweet i, I haven't shown you any behind the scenes so. mm-hmm. yeah i've been mm-hmm. trying to keep him close yeah, cut been... edit yeah because yeah. i already messed up with showing him the trailer so i was just like i'm not showing you yeah you me little things though like, yeah. like there were like little things i would ask a question but it was like more like me just asking <laughs> myself out loud and she'd be like oh this is what and i'm like hey ah okay that's not what i no okay. no 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 because he would he, you asked me kind of like about the squalors or something like that about their powers and stuff and i was just like well yeah it's they each have like a thing and i like tied it into like avatar with like the airbending okay i said oh it's like avatar and she was like yeah, there you go yeah and i was just like yeah yeah basically it's just yeah. A little more. It's like Avatar with more elements. I guess you could say like more specified in the elements, I guess. Yeah. I mean, well, because hold up. Because earthbending, the subbending for earthbending is metal bend- bending, which is material. That's true. Material kind. I did not know how to say any of them while I was reading the books. So I used to say them like completely wrong in my head. And I will never like remember how I used to say them. But when you, so when you first like started watching the show and stuff and you're like, you're like watching and like reading the subtitles and stuff. What did you think about like the world building in the sense of the languages and all of the, all of the symbols and stuff? What did you think about that when you first saw it? It was a lot. And I was like, like, I was like, even to this day, I still don't know specifically. I'll be like, oh, the fire guy, the red coat, the red coat guy. Uh, that's important. I know what a Grisha is. So, like, okay. that's, that's a step up. Still don't know where anything is. I know there's a north and south, and I know there's a big old, big old thing in the middle, and then there's like a east and the west. East and the west. And I'm like, okay. And then the little, the place where they are. Yeah, still don't know what the, the flying creatures are. Volcro. Okay, that's a weird name. <laughs> Volcro. It's not like they said it in the show or anything. They did. They and said that, it in the first episode. They said, that was sarcasm. They said, like, God. <laughs> oh my God. Twice. That was the most, like, that was so sarcastic. You took that so literally. hey i have to make sure these listeners know what's up um yeah anyways um so who were your guys's who's your favorite character in the show in the show i think like me i relate to kaz the most and there was like one specific scene that like stuck with me and it's like a little like subtle thing it was like uh, the first episode it was like when they find the guy after he just got out of the fold and then i don't know what the dude's name was jasper no no no. dreesen dreesen i think he's the guy that owns everything dreesen so he shoots the guy right yeah everybody's face they're all like kind of turning away and then kaz is just like old like he's been here before and i'm like okay he's seen some shit and like he just like is above that light where he knows what's gonna happen and he's not looking away. It's almost like like you know. 
you know shit's up with him because like even the way that he talks like because remember i haven't read six of crows either um read six chapters three oh wow i was really i was really rude you could have kept it there wow (laughs) i had to be honest um you like the way that he talks he's very cynical like yeah there's like don't be on hope you have to make sure it happens on your own you got to take it into your own hands he's very like straight up up but he's calculated yeah yeah but it's calculation because like he has to stay in between and he loves what he loves so he keeps it in this circle and i'm like okay i could relate to that guy because i keep things in a circle so when are you going to read the books is what i'm wondering i'm struggling to read just like any book you can listen to the audiobook but I tried to listen to Harry Potter and I was really into Harry Potter, but then I kept on falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I think like this one, it really depends. No, you might like it because it kind of feels like a, people are always saying it's a heist book. So like, mm-hmm. like Italian job or like, um, yeah. There's like literally like books that I've read and like start to finish and like read them actually and understood them. There's only like I could think of like three, which is like I mean I guess like the Hunger Games series yeah I read them, I remember finishing them, and then there was one book it was called Kite Runner, and that book goes like we were doing it in class but also like the way that my teacher was explaining it to me we kind of had like a good relationship and like I was just asking questions, and the way he would explain it I was like wow like every word means something. And I was like, oh, I haven't had an experience with a book like that since. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm sure, like, if I find the right book. Yeah, I. I... Explaining, like, I was reading the first <laughs> five pages and they were explaining everything about this dude. It was like, oh, his boots were disheveled. And I'm like, oh, okay. What book is this? The, gun, the gunslinger it's the book based on uh, that dark tower was based off of the movie dark tower with uh, idris alba oh gunslinger yeah. is the book gunslinger is the book oh. so someone gifted me that book i had never heard of it and i looked at it and i was like they gifted you that book yeah, I don't know. It was part of I don't I don't know how I got it. Somebody get, get sent it to me. Don't even know who. There was a note actually in it, and I, I was like, like, "Oh, Grace, go, Grace." <laughs> Oops, I am so sorry to you if you have sent this book to me, but it's not my cup of tea. I'm sorry, and I was just like, "Hey, here you go." <laughs> and this was recently that I read the book, so that's why it's still fresh in my mind. That it was just explaining like. The way he held his holster, it was loose. And I was like, that's a little goofy. Like, I can't take you seriously, guy. But like, yeah, I guess they're like trying to like, it's like when something's taking itself too seriously and I know they're trying to be serious, I'm like, oh, it's kind of a little. Suspicious. Suspicious. I, I think you'd like Six of Crows because it is that it's kind of, it's a very easy read, I think. Um, I read it in like a day. Um, wait, 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 wait. Let's go further into that real quick. Give him some context. He's excessive. She reads books in a day and- Or two or three. Yeah. 
I've been reading books now like within two to three days. A month. That's no, no, no. the fastest. I read like Catching Fire in like two weeks. But like, but the, what I'm gonna say is, Grace, it is a it's a very fast paced book. It happens within a fast timeline, and so you're always it's always keeping you on your toes. And you're always like, it's a page turner where you're like, okay, I need to know what happens next. And you get six point of views. So it's not like you're only in one person's head. So you kind of get different views to the same story or different POVs to the same story, which makes it really interesting. Um, And it's not as much world building as Shadow and Bone, but you still, and you could understand it without reading Shadow and Bone. That sounds pretty cool. I like the different perspectives. Because even in, in the in the show, like learning about like the different perspectives and like the hierarchies and things, that was the most interesting thing to me. And I think that's what like resonates with me. And if there is a season two, which I think there is. Yep, they've already renewed. I'm paying attention. No, no, no. Because like I was watching the thing and it was like, oh, confirmed for season two. And I was like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. Uh... Wait, what? <laughs> Because on Netflix it says confirmed. Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like when everybody was like screaming about like it being confirmed for season two, I literally thought it was confirmed for season two like three weeks after it aired. Like I thought they had like confirmed. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna do make start making season two. I thought they had already like I don't think they officially, but I think they were like, oh, we're gonna start season two. If a show ends like that, it's confirmed for season two. Yeah. Kind of like Bridgerton, where it was it was a phenomenal, like, everybody loved it. This of Crows was in the top ten. Top five for, like, three weeks, and then top ten for, like, a month. You mean Shadow and Bone? What did I say? Six, Six of Crows. <laughs> I know. Jacob and I don't know her. Like, who is this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways, the Six of Crows book, it follows Kaz, Jess, Inej, uh, Nina, Nina, Tyus, the guy, yeah, and then another person. Who you don't know yet. Yeah, he'll come on later. He'll come on later. Or she. Or or she. That's true. They could. They haven't told me anything. I'm sorry. My bad. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I, I was making a point though. You were. I was. What was I saying? <laughs> I forgot. Oh, it was like the different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. It was like one, and this was like my favorite scene. It was like when she just got carted off, and they're in the middle of the woods, and it was before the ambush. And they were like talking about how like he was like, "Oh, nice to meet you," and she was like, kind of like, "Oh, oh. with uh, with Fyodor or Fyodor, yeah. something I, like I that." Red coat guy. Red coat guy. Red coat dude. And he was like, kind of explaining his whole like ideal. And there was one like kind of like happy and giddy, and there was one like serious and like. Oh, and- Ivan and Fyodor. Yeah. He Fee- was like. Fyodor. Fyodor. Saying like Grisha were like kind of ridiculed and like almost like hunted. It was like being a witch in like the Salem witch trials things, basically. And I was like, oh, so that's like their whole thing. It's like they're still hated, but they're protected in a way. And I was, I could see how there's like kind of classisms and things like that. And the way he was like talking about it, it was like, okay, there's some bad people. These guys might be bad, but there's a reason why they're bad. 
and it's a little more gray in that. And I really like like that part because even like the bad dude, Darkling, Prince Caspian, General Ben Barnes. Yeah. At the end, I was a fan of him. I was like, I'm rolling with you because I can't stand Alina. <laughs> my dude. <laughs> my dude. So for that scene when she's talking, this is something that I really, I was really, it was a really big pet peeve of mine because there was a little spoiler for what was going to happen because in the sub, if you have subtitles on before it even happens, it goes shouts in Fjordan. And so it spoils for you that they're going to get attacked because they're talking in like Ravgen, but then it says shouts in Fjord Fjordan and you're like, and then it immediately they get ambushed like uh -oh. a couple seconds after they get ambushed. But I was like, just nitpicking. I'm just nitpicking at Netflix, but it was annoying me so much. Cause like every time I would see it. All the time. When I'm... <laughs> it hey, just... But that the people with subtitles, us um we love subtitles because of those little things when we're watching something we already know it's like when you're re-watching you love subtitles because it's just like t that's why you have subtitles because you catch those little things yeah because i said something in the background and you're like oh he said that and then like people around us are just like how do you even know he said that and it's just like well that's why we have subtitles because yeah. of this but so libra and napoleon dynamite watch those with <laughs> subtitles not Oh my gosh. Those are our favorite movies. Family movies, like our whole family loves Nacho Libre and Napoleon Dynamite. Every family does. And if you don't, what's up, dude? I think I've never seen Nacho Libre, but I've had this like running joke with this guy I was in business class with in high school. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen the movie. And he's like, <clears throat> he was like, you're going to watch it. And I was like, no, I've not watched it since. You need to watch it. That's our hey, only. You don't need to watch it, but if you want to experience this thing called joy, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want any joy in my life. Literally, literally we're it's we're the, the type of people thing. who like will quote that oh. often. Often, I'm talking about like. Three, four and it's times the weird lines too. It's not like the the everybody loves lines. Like I'll like hold on to somebody and be like anaconda squeeze, <laughs> and you don't know. You don't know <laughs> unless you watch it. Then you know. Yeah. So you gotta watch it. If you ever come around my family, you have to watch it. Yeah, I will. We can do it. We can do a party like a what are those? Not the Netflix party. The screener parties. Yeah, is it we are getting so off topic back to <laughs> back to back to um back to. Favorite, so he said his favorite character was kaz what's your favorite character that you can't ask me that question i can no you have to ask me like what is my favorite character per point of view because i had multiple favorite characters i have multiple favorite characters too but i just resonated with kaz <sighs> i can't I told choose. you i like uh, what's it? Jasper? No, no, no. I liked uh, the Darkling. Darkling at the end. He was my dude. I was riding with him. Alina, you had your chance. It's because he doesn't like characters who all of a sudden are bestowed with this. Like, I remember you telling me, you don't like characters who are bestowed with this type of power and then be like, have this all powerful moment and then deny it. 
and then go back to like, well, I don't know how to use my power. I don't know, I don't how, know, to know how to use it. it. Yeah. yeah. We watched it and this is like an idea that I had. Okay. So like, if you look at like, I was just paying attention, you know, I haven't read the book or anything, but like, you know how like there's amplifiers and things that like make you stronger than you are. Right. So like when she was like the first time she like kind of unleashed her power, she was holding on to Maul. Right. And like, I was like, I was like, okay. Oh, she was grabbing him. She was grabbing him. In the first episode, when he, he, she's being taken away on the ship, she's first being clawed. She she's like being clawed from the back. Yeah. Oh, she- I know what you're seeing. You're talking about. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, what scene are we talking? Like the very end. The very end. Okay. I was like paying attention to it again, and I was like, I was like, okay, like, is that a thing where like he's an amplifier? like a, a person who like boosts up their powers like the little elk guy don't the know the, oh, the the, elk, the, the, i called him elk guy do you say elk guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's an elk the stag yeah was he an elk <laughs> stag <laughs> the white stag have you seen an elk it's big like that a stag <laughs> Yes, literally called a stag the entire series. Anyways, uh huh, the stag. Okay, like, so your theory. My theory was kind of, and it's kind of like rough, because like I was just rewatching it, and I was like, I was like, okay, suspicious. Like I'm just paying attention to just logic, you know. Your power just doesn't come like whoop de do. Oh, my lover's dying. I'm just gonna go poof. <laughs> Well, they like, weren't I'm, lovers. They were friends. Even her lover. Yeah. It was just like they were still holding hands like this. And I thought, like, okay, let go. And then boom, I go, but no, stayed holding. And I was like, hmm. And so, remember, Darkling was like, like, to like boost her powers. Wasn't he touching her? She is an amplifier. Yeah. But maybe Maul isn't, doesn't even know. So you do you think Maul is an amplifier or do you think that the stress of the situation of her like this is the first time that she's going to lose either she's she's going to lose Maul for like real and you don't you don't think that had a part to play and it finally like it could be both but I just paid attention to like if they lose contact because if they lose contact then my theory is dead but they did not lose contact and they stayed holding on to each other and even him if you look at his face he kind of makes like this little like, oh, and I was like, is that because like? I think because he's injured. <laughs> I don't know because like that yeah, scene too. Like, uh, and then uh, yeah, because you know? like when I was rewatching that one scene too, I was just like, okay, first of all, if I'm dying and my person's getting taken away, I would not be so. He has this face of like like kind of like when you take a deep breath for the first time in a while of like just clarity in just holding on to her as she lights up. And it's not even like, oh my gosh, shock or in pain or like, you know, it's like he's holding on and then there's something else. Like, I don't know. He just looks a little too calm in that situation. I would be like flipping out. But then again, that could be- She's scared of the dark, so. It's not, I'm not terrified of the dark. It's just. Say it, Grace. <laughs> I'm not scared of the dark. Um, I just don't like Sure, we all believe you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all believe you. 
Got over. Anyways. So, okay, so your theory is that Maul is an amplifier. Could be. Okay. Could be. I'll run with it. I don't like how they split up at the end. I'm, I'm, I'm getting all over the place. No, so, no, no. So, my question is, if, if Maul is an a- amplifier, what, what do you want to see happen? If we're going to continue this theory, what would you expect to happen? I would want him to, like, kind of, like, it like kind of leans into it but don't hit it on them because i kind of like those little subtle things so like at the end this will pay it off later and maybe he doesn't even know he he has it really mm-hmm. so if he's an amplifier do you think he's grisha as well or is he not i think like you can go anywhere with this and i think if it's since he's so rare and a sun summoner like a sun summoner is like a one-of-one thing right uh her having a close relationship to him gives him that ability. That could be a thing. I could oh. see it, it kind of like that could be reasonable since it's so such a rare ability. If I have this like deep connection to him, they could in a way become his thing. And so, since he had a good now, oof, I just thought of this. He had like a really good relationship with that stag. Like he was the one that found it and was looking for it. And the only guy to find it and he's such a good tracker for what? What makes you a good tracker guy? <laughs> I never got into Gil? it. It's true. He's he's a good fighter. Um, he's not a good fighter. He's a good tracker. But like he was fighting. He was a boxer. He's a boxer. That's true. Tracker. He's a good tracker. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that theory. But, and and um, he was a. Uh, so you're saying that like you think because he grew up around Alina that her what she is bestowed him with the ability of an amplifier or it just so happens that they got close because he was an amplifier and because she was a sun summer i'm saying okay this is going to be a big picture thing okay but since it's season one you know you can't set up the big bad guy the, the whole like if there's a power beyond if there's like multiple things into play if there's a one great purpose or something like that right i'm i'm saying like if she is a, like this big thing that's supposed to be and since she's one of one and she's supposed to like reset this thing her being close to him kind of gives you like a hey you know like you know I'm it just so like, happens I'm, I'm just saying like okay like Jon Snow right Game of Thrones right he's 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 the he's like set out for this purpose of doing these things and all along these guys are like kind of around them to do things for good and they might bestow him some power just just to get him to the next level. And I see how like, it's kind of like uh, the show kind of went into like this kind of like family kind of like group thing. And I could see it like kind of sticking with that. That's why I'm kind of upset they're, they're separating again. So with, so there's three books. So most likely be only three seasons. What would you want to happen to Mal if he is an amplifier? Is how 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 if he's an amplifier? How do you think his powers would work? Like, can you like? Do you think he'd have to like? Would he have to like cut a finger off and give it to Alina or something? Because with an amplifier, you have to like take something from them. So, what do you think would happen with Mal? Because with the stag, yeah. she had to tuck yeah. off the they cut off the anklet, yeah. antlers and put them in her, which was but ugly. She, she also said there was another way. She was about to kill it, and then she was like, there has to be another way. 
we didn't see that way they fuse together like twins (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well okay so the stag antlers so in the book it is a necklace so it's more of like a necklace collar on the so it but it's 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 like you can see it. It's not embedded into her skin. So when you collarbone, gross, dude. I was like, ugh. <laughs> but I think, I think it highlights the like absurdity of him trying to control her, and I think it also highlights the grotesqueness of him trying to basically enslave her to him. <clears throat> yeah, he was a a little. But his motivation, I'm I'm riding with my dude. Well, okay, so she what? Was... She... <laughs> <laughs> Man. He really hates this. Is the Alina hate yeah. train? A hate train. It was like, come on, Alina, you could do better. You could do better. You went back to him. There was just little moments. It's like you know, and I get it. It's for like to build the story, but then also like you gotta be competent at some point, you know? Yeah. Too naive for too naive. him. There should have been moments where like, ah, uh, but then I guess like since there's three seasons. We're gonna start to see that more. Well, she is a sheltered teenage girl. She, she. I think a lot of people forget she's a teenage girl, and this is like a grown ass man. And even Leigh Bardugo discusses this, and even when Jenya talks about it, like she fears powerful men. And power. What do powerful men tend to do with young, impressionable girls? Yeah, I think it has a lot. I think it plays a lot on like. <laughs> on them. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said what do strong powerful men do to impressionable women uh young girls and he goes put a deer necklace on them i feel like that needs to be a quote put this, like, wood clock in me. Yeah. and then in his hand it was so yeah, like, like a that, that lessened the points for him. I was like, ooh, you look less cool. Were you surprised when she cut it off of his hand? Did you see that coming? Or kind of like you kind of have to do that. So like yeah. there, there's competence there. So she's not, you know, completely. Ugh. She's learning. She's learning. Paying attention. And I like that. Well, because you can see the dagger. Like she kneels down to grab it. And I was like, oh, she's about to do something. Because she like goes back and is like looking at him and then she's like turn it was, it was a good scene yeah um i definitely liked that her i want to say like her willingness to start using her own power and using it for herself is starting to grow a little bit more she's still like i don't want this at all but- I would debate that. And I, I and I think I think that's an interesting like topic to discuss is like if somebody truly doesn't because if you think about it, she's taken away from her family, Mal. She's put in a strange place. She knows nobody. She's starting to be controlled and she has something in her. I think there's there's this common thing of like if you have a power, you should fully accept it. But in the books and in the TV show, it is a constant thing that Alina is like, I do not want this. It is kind of clear in the books. I do not want this. I, I don't, she, she even like tries to fight it in the first season where she's like, I want to go back. Like, just put me back. Nobody will ever know. I will be quiet. She doesn't want this lavish lifestyle of living in the little palace of fighting and stuff. So what did you think about that? Okay. I, I agree with you 
at that point because like the first three episodes she's like no I'm done with this I hate it here I'll never be one of you all you had to do was just get her her favorite food and like yeah this is this is lit I'm having the time of my life I have friends ah magic ball and then the old lady was down in that little cave teaching her like hey you gotta take this you gotta take this seriously and she was like, I'm not going to take it seriously. I'm, I'm a sun summoner. Huh. And that kind of played into the naiveness. I was like, mm, Alina, come on. And, I, and that's why I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's kind of like the more she's separated from the people who actually like are there to look out for her, the more she's going to act like this. And I was like, mm. so if you're watching it for the first time, I see like, like you're like, oh, I hate this. But then like, if you pay attention to it, you're like, oh, this place isn't everything it's cut out to be. Mm-hmm. I wish it went into a little bit more of like the kings and queens because it was like there was like season two season two will that's where they come out more in the books too because like towards the end the king is killed no it was like a group of like people I didn't even know them because I feel like the it was like they were heading to the king weren't they it was like they were on the boat and they were all like kind of like officials and things like that no they were going back to the west you're talking, you're confusing the book and the TV show. Me? Yeah. The king wasn't killed? No. Because he was poisoned and he's sick, but he's not dead yet. He's not dead yet. Spoiler. Genya <laughs> <laughs> poisoned him. Genya poisoned Yeah. She's been slowly poisoning him um every time they have conjugal visits oh so what do you think about that what do you think about that storyline of genya no 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 no. so the darkling put genya into the palace genya is the genya is the uh the tailor she can um she fixes alina's hair and stuff never trusted her never trusted her Mm -hmm. i have a thing where like if you get to a new place and the, the first, first person, the first friend, you can never really. She's like. my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, she's cool. She's cool, but like she's she cool. wasn't. But also motive too. That's why I like like I like her thing because it's like yeah, I'm doing a bad thing or I'm doing a bad thing, but I'm doing it to bad people, and this is the yeah. real. Problem. And it was splitting into the thing of like, okay, mm-hmm. are you Risha? Are you human? Are you just like Broken. for the for the north and the south people who just live like minding their own business, like who hate Grisha? Or are you? Oh, like they're not a- minding their own business. They're killing Grisha. Have you seen them? Yeah, yeah them? they literally attacked. Literally, <laughs> that wasn't them. <laughs> they literally enslaved Nina and put her on a boat. Nina with the guy that. Yeah, but she escaped with them. <laughs> Destiny. Okay, yeah, maybe they're bad. Maybe they're minding their business. But it's like, you know. Yeah, I haven't seen that much. You got to throw a little jab <laughs> if you want to keep But like, it. still, like they captured her because she's just, because she was Grisha and like she fought them and stuff. Okay, but we don't know because we haven't like been in their land of why they do the things the way they do. There that comes be- out in Six of Crows. So you got to read the books now. Uh, what do you think about uh, Nina Matias? Yeah, it was it was a cool little like you know what it was. It was like you know how you hop from place to place. It was like like 
the whole like it was like almost watching like something like on fire and it's all going crazy and then you skip to them and they're just like yeah, just like oh i love you so much <laughs> so <laughs> love you uh, i'm big <laughs> i'm gonna drop you off this cliff psych i love you too much what did you think of her betrayal she didn't betray him good smart boy she did not betray him but she didn't she's she thinking did. about a way to get okay i get i get i get i get this thing of like you got to be on quick on your feet she was quick on her feet and she kind of threw it in there and it's giving time but you also have to understand that's why i'm saying like you don't know his point of view and like maybe he actually did trust agrisha one time or there were stories of like you trust agrisha one time and they'll do this to you and then, and then she did it. And then she. Well, yeah. He. They think that it, you see it throughout the series, like the season one. Like he's like, oh, y'all lure men and y'all seduce men and stuff, and then betray them. That was his whole thing when he was like, he didn't trust her for so long, because yeah. there was this negative connotation of Grisha women being loud, excessive, okay. wild, and they'll betray you whenever they can. So do you think she betrayed him? Me? No, not you. Jacob. (laughs) I don't get a say. This is Justin. After. Should I? (laughs) Anyways, continue. It's a tough question. She did not, she didn't betray him. But also we're in a situation now where it's not going to be like, hey, I saved your life. It's like, hey, I have some ideas that, <laughs> that like you're doing exactly what like your stereotype in my culture is telling you to do. And like, I'm going to need a little bit more from you. You can't just cuddle up with me in a hut and touch me and be like, oh, I'm all feeling funny and warm. It's not going to work like that anymore. You got to get him flowers or something. Or waffles. Yeah. Waffles. Yeah. Okay, Grace. Grace, do you think she betrayed him? No. Okay. I knew we were on the same page. Well, I wanted to say it. Anyways, I gotta say, remember, I haven't read Six of Crows books. I don't know anything about Nina and uh, Matias. And uh, everybody talks about how Nina is like this, like plus size uh, icon. And she's just like this beautiful woman and she doesn't care about anybody. And she's just like the few thicker women in books that isn't about her trying to get skinnier or anything like that. And so I went into this hoping to see it. I kept seeing all this controversy about her, the actress that was uh, casted for her saying that she wasn't big enough or anything. Seeing her in the show, she was a perfect size. Like I thought she looked beautiful and like looked, yeah, like she had size. <laughs> Jacob, if for all of our audio listeners, Jacob's making like a curvy figure and squeezing in the background. <laughs> well, so I understand with like the idea of like plus size representation. I understand that. But Danielle 
did an amazing job with the character. She, I think she really embodied the character. And I think, I think we have to say that like, it would be different if it wasn't her, it would, there would be a different chemistry and stuff. And they might not have been, I think there's a, there's a thing that like, you might try to find represent like rep, but there might not be, it's different for like different ethnicities and stuff. Cause you can always with ethnicities, there's always like, hundreds of thousands of people and stuff but like when you look for a group of people who look like nina and stuff some of them i'm gonna say it might not that be that good of actors i know this is a little controversial but like she was an amazing actor and she did the part amazingly like she made she me had such a little time too yeah and that's the thing of like she had this much amount of time for an episode and like i remember those scenes like probably most vividly like the conversations they had and everything like I remember she like waffles. I can't think of anything of like what yeah. Nina. And Alina, Alina, not Nina. She already forgot her name. So, Alina. well, cause like Lay is a plus size woman. She said she, she loved Danielle as the character yeah. and she supported. And I, I think we discredit a little bit when it comes to like the idea of like like it, like you're kind of like subjugating like oh Nina can only represent plus size women like she can only be for them kind of thing where it's like it's a little gatekeeping when there are some who were Danielle she isn't skinny like how Inej was or Alina was but she's not like a plus size woman either she's that in between where a lot of people are she's, she's definitely that in between where like you can imagine her being I don't know nothing else about the actress about Danielle but like she could easily be like a size 16 or like a size 18 maybe even 20 or she could be a size like 14 or even younger than that because <clears throat> mean smaller not younger yeah I meant sizes sizes not age but like it's just yeah I don't know. anyways um she's that big range in the middle that hardly ever gets shown like yeah we get a lot of plus size like if you look at like movies and cinematic industry like yeah there's not that much plus size but there is when there is plus size rep it's usually on the bigger end of yeah, plus like, size like ooh, it's like, never, like yeah it's, it's either like either big plus sized it's or, not like me plus size where i'm like on the i'm literally on like that cusp of like I fit into mediums, but I also fit into extra larges, but I also fit into larges where it's like, I'm in that middle where it's like, but, 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 but like, I also understand that rap of like, we wanted a fantasy character who was a plus size woman who we all looked up to as a plus size woman who is big, beautiful, strong BBW. Um, <laughs> but I, I loved Danielle. I loved Danielle as an actress for her. Jacob, <laughs> Jacob's just over here, like, yep, yep, yep. Uh, we're getting onto the little, like, she I didn't was... even know, like, she was supposed to be plus size. But like, the thing is, I noticed, like, cause like she's kind of like undressed, like the closest thing to like naked in the show. Mm -hmm. so I noticed, like, okay, that's cool. She and it wasn't like... like a, like a, oh, how dare she be, like, not up to the. Like I was, I, it was like you saw her and you're like, oh, she got a little something, something, you yeah. know, she got a little, mm -mm. Yeah. and appreciate that. Honestly, their scenes together, 
the I'm... chemistry, the chemistry between this Wisconsin boy and Danielle was, that's the funny thing. He's American. He's American. Yeah. I could, yeah. No, I couldn't. No, you couldn't tell. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you could not tell. Everybody was surprised when they found out he was American. They were like, Peter. Wisconsin. He just published a book. Do you know what book it was? Would you know the book? I don't know the book. Oh, okay. I thought you you were looking at me like you knew the book because like my coworkers and I have been trying to find out which book he's been published. Oh I'm gonna find it though. Best believe I'm gonna find it. Anyways, him. Okay, like so I was talking. So Jacob and I we talk often about like you know what's our type, physical features, or blah 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 blah. Come on, we do. When? When it's just you and me. Okay. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 You talk. More. But it isn't like a oh specifically. It's time to talk about that. No. It no. Gets no. No. To that. It gets. It's not like we're gonna talk about this today. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's set a schedule. <laughs> it's not like that. Types. It's just like every now and then we'll be talking about like you know people we see or people we talk to and then be like oh this girl's pretty cool blah 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 and I'll talk about what type of guy I like. This man was the type of guy I want because of of his freaking shoulders. I saw that and I was like Yeah, even I know. Okay, the oh. scene where he's like told her to like turn around and stuff. What? Have you heard that? No. He's like I even noticed, ooh, his back. Yeah. Okay, but that scene when she turns around and watch like sees him like undressing and stuff, like everybody, like men and women were all like, oh. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like immediately went into five push up. I'm like, I gotta So gotta So Jacob, for yeah. you, what was your favorite like action part? Not like more of like the oh, this was like a not a literary, but like where it was more of that like, oh, flowy kind of feel. But what was the one where it was like an action piece in the series that was like your favorite where you're like, oh my gosh, this is, looks great, amazing. Like special effects? Yeah, special effects also. But it was like that kind of like intense feeling like them on the train or the final battle on the skiff. Like which one was your favorite? Like, and I don't even think it's close, but like the first time they go into it and they start getting attacked. And you start seeing like everything fly around and mm-hmm. like dragged off the ship. You even like chuckled, which was a weird thing to laugh at. Yeah, I laughed too during it. Like, oh, and I was just like, because <laughs> she was like, "Come on, where are you? Come get me!" Idiot. And then <laughs> she gets taken away, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." And she was, if you paid attention to it, she was the person that's like, a light attracts attracts the the monsters. And we're the fire people. Like even somebody says, and you're a fire person, why would you come? You bring light. And she's like, well, when the darkness comes, we're gonna take we're here to protect you. And I'm like, lady, you You had taken. Like wearing like a kick knee sign. <laughs> like in like middle school. Boop. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> so your favorite was, I think for me, it was the train scene where with Milo and the conductor was like, the goat is for you. <laughs> and when they were like, oh, why'd you bring the goat? And he's like, Jasper, take the goat. And there's like, I'm not gonna throw the goat out. And he's like, no, it's for you. <laughs> I think that scene was iconic for this series. 
that scene was pretty dope because like it was at first it was just like we haven't seen what any of them really can do yet um a little bit of an edge yeah a a little bit of an edge of what she could do and that was like the time that Jesper was just like, right? And I remember you saying something like earlier. He's just a trick shot guy. Yeah, he ain't he, never smoked anybody. Yeah. He ain't about it. <laughs> Little did I know. He was do, 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 do. And I was like, yes. But then he still cool. didn't shoot that one guy, Ivan. Okay. Yeah, but that was later in the series. Yeah, but he, he didn't somebody. shoot him. Yeah in the head they got bulletproof keftas he figures it out after two shots aim a little higher dude well but that's the thing is just he wasn't looking to kill him he was just looking to immobilize him and what does he do he hits him in the exact same spot over and over again it's kind of like a like you know bulletproof vest like yeah they're bulletproof but you still feel it like if you get shot with a bulletproof vest it's, it's gonna hurt a little bit so if you get hit you keep getting hit in the exact same spot over and over again like the fact that he was able to hit in the exact same spot over and over again that coin trick that he does like in the, his first oh that was good too pulls up the coin and it goes like, yeah i went like oh cool guy trickster like him <laughs> i was like who's this loser with the cane little did i know <laughs> did you say the loser with the cane <laughs> um so my question, um, you probably don't remember the scene, but it was later in the series when um, David is reading in the carriage and um, Jesper and he hits Jasper with the book and Jasper goes, he hit me with a book and then he holds up the book. Do you remember that scene? I remember, I'm, I kind of pointed it out about the book. Oh, Do you yeah. remember the book was the shadow and bone book? Yeah. Yeah. Like the front of it with like the the little lines and stuff yeah okay i was wondering if you knew that um i don't know if you noticed but so in episode two when we first see alexi come out of the fold and he's like all like he's all covered and he's like panicking and stuff and he's kind of in hysteria and everybody's looking over him in that scene you see dreesen look over and look out for like a split second so that's how Dreesen found out about Alexis. He was there. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. So uh, no, I didn't. I didn't realize that people didn't notice that like the first going through. And I've I've like seen it every time. I'm like, oh, there's Dreesen. But yeah, he. That's how he found Alexi. Was he looked? He saw Alexi. He was over in West Ravka, and he saw Alexi and was like, oh, I'm gonna take him. That's. Which is kind of suspicious because, like, this dude comes out and they're all waiting for people to come out. You would hold that dude, questioning what the fuck happened. And that's how it happened. And the army is still there. Like, they're still part of the same. But we don't know Dreesen's resources. And we don't know how West Rafka is ran. See, we didn't spend enough time there to see the the political system true and then how that it looks like the wild west there man and it's just vibes that's ketterdam that's ketterdam i saw chinese food that's ketterdam oh it is sorry my bad no no west west ketterdam is like that it's like the it's like new amsterdam it's 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 that's what it's um based off of is amsterdam is that kind of like pirates of the caribbean What's that place in Pirates of the Caribbean? 
I know which place you're talking about, but it's I where they're all drunk and they're all doing. Yeah, I forgot. Okay, I'll yeah, look it just, up. It's just it reminds me of just like a cool. Everything. I mean, I wouldn't want to be there because you know I'm not. No, it's like there. Tortuga. That's it. Tortuga. That's like like that. In Pirates of the Caribbean, where like Jack goes and they all drink, and then that's where he gets like There's his only new three crew. places I remember in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's it's uh the Flying Dutchman, uh the the little the the voodoo lady, the little swamp place, mm-hmm. and then uh wherever Jane's from. Okay. Anyways, there it's like a lawless. Oh, and the the, the 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 cannibal island. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like Ketterdam is like that place of like nobody's really in charge. Everybody's from everywhere. Need more scenes there. It's the it's like the hub. It's that like central location where everybody goes to trade. It's that it's it's she based it off of Amsterdam where it's like there's a lot of ports, there's trading going on, there's multiple everybody goes there to trade. It's that central and you have like the um merchant council who kind of run it um but it is mostly like gangs and who run it so you have like the bastard of the barrel so you have the crows you have um what is his name um that guy yeah, that that one guy the one that he went into the other old club. old old dude um oh, fuck i forgot his name hold on anyways him i have yeah. the cast I have the cap uh, pulled up. There, I, I like Ketterdam too. It seemed pretty cool. Um, mm. I really like the scenery. In- yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, Every- the scenery. Everywhere, I want to be. They they shot in so many places for this, and it looks beautiful. But Ketterdam, I think, is my favorite because it just. It's it's I loved Six of Crows. I love Six of Crows. So seeing it come to life and kind of the tight to tight spaces and like running around at night because like in in the day it's like low key, but everything happens at night in Ketterdam. And so it was just amazing to watch it as like a reader and be like, oh, everything like, comes to life. Going into like the cinematography of like every scene of how they like pulled um, their camera angles and stuff like that of like getting a lot of like the actual world into it was like really like cool like i haven't read right right i haven't read six of crows but like seeing how ketterdam was like the fog throughout like the streets and how like that orange glow and everybody their costumes was all dope and then you get like a complete juxtaposition of when you go to Ravka where the Grisha are and everything's bright, everything's open, a lot of green. You can see the classism. The classism is definitely represented when you have the Kirch and you have the gangs and stuff and you see these tight-knit spaces and you see them all stacked together versus you see places like Ravka where it's like this open space. There's, uh, what's it called? Um, royalty and stuff. But like, we all don't want to be in Ravka. We all want to be in Kirch. And, but I think I, there's definitely like undertones and classism, classism highly highlighted in the series as well. Look at that, where the army is. It's all dirty and grimy of like very brown. Everybody's like- Gray. Yeah. Overcast. And then you go to like the palace, everything's all pretty and light and 
shiny. It 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 kind of it kind of that like connotation of like the military is yeah they're viewed as like oh my gosh this spectacular thing but when in reality they're treated like shit. Point blank period they're treated like shit and they don't have the best conditions ever sometimes and especially like um well because like Ravka is based off of like Russia um and like kind of that Slavic and then Fjordan is based off of like the Sweden Finland kind of place and then um Chuhan is Chuhan is like China um yeah China basically so what do you think about that about their little uh, racism yeah in the thing yeah, it wasn't too on the nose. It's it's weird because like you know sometimes like racism done right, mm-hmm. really like you know kind of like set it in the right. Okay, it kind of like if you hit it on the right, like it's hard to say because like you know if you, if it's done right, then it kind of resonates with you better. But if it kind of feels like an after school special where like hey, don't treat all people equally and it's like oh i like this it's more like you know like she's kind of like this is my life and this is how it is but also i'm the most powerful being here so like now this still doesn't i still down bitches (laughs) it was kind of cool like that yeah i wish it went a little bit more into that but you know because it I, i think we will as the series goes on i think we have to remember that this is the first season and it really episodes okay i hated that but like i understand because i feel like it was the perfect amount too like i feel like if it was any more it would have felt too long but then if it was any shorter we would have all been like the fuck yeah because it had it had it been any longer what scenes would you have dragged out her training yes because she only trains for like three minutes yeah in the book it's a lot of training it's like a speed through. Okay, give me one thing where you learn like a cool, like little foo attack. All she has is. Yeah. What is that uh, gonna do? I would have liked to I'm see. I'm gonna put on glasses and be like, oh, sup. <laughs> I would have liked to see that relationship with um, the trainer mm-hmm. and her. Yeah. And there's a, there's a relationship with the trainer and Alina, like actually teaching her like hand to hand combat combat in the books yeah like to the point where at the end of like almost towards the end of the book he ends up giving her a, a knife yeah he's he's true no i think he's from novizium okay and <laughs> they are also not too cool with ravka which is where they're at but like somehow he he became a trainer for all of them and teaching them how to fight and everything and with her, he's just like, you need to n- know how to fight and not rely too much on your powers. And he ended up like really focusing on her. Like, yeah, you're all this powerful, but you need to know how to be like hand-to-hand combat. That's going to save you. And he gives her an answer. So that's the thing. That's the one thing that I wish we had. So I don't know if you've ever watched Game of Thrones, but you see this like um, Sam when he's um, learning um there's like this uh compil not compilation but like kind of like where it's like going through his daily thing and you see every single day repeat 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 i wish we saw that like we saw alina training um being with 
um, with a trainer and then going to, um, what's her name? Uh, his mother. Yeah, Bagra. And like we seeing that daily thing. I wish we saw that. Because then that would, oh my God. <clears throat> that would explain how she was able to develop her powers. Because I felt like that too. Like her powers developed really fast in the TV show where it was kind of like, Mm. yeah so that would have been nice but even then like her what are her powers she's a sun summoner it's not a physical how do we how do we use that against like a a little you'll see it more in the next but like (laughs) a little like okay well we see she can blind people because like really like if she if you look at it like she is completely underpowered right now, and my dude is walking with the whole fold and can control it now. You but you gotta you gotta give me something. Well, cause what what did she? I'm trying not to spoil anything. So at the end of it, her and Mal are doing what? Someone remember? Cause I don't remember at the end. She's on a, they're on on the ship. Yeah, but where where are they going? They're, they're just, just gonna go high. I think they're going to Ketterdam. Why? Because the the crows are on the ship as well. But they're not going with them. But they're all on the same ship, so it's most likely going to Ketterdam. Okay. No. They are going to Ketterdam. They're going back. The crows are going back to Ketterdam, and they're on the ship. And then you see Mal and Alina are on the ship, so they're going to Ketterdam. Yeah, but they're not staying together. They're going to split up. They They, Okay, but they could be down the street. Alina and... Alina and Mal are going to Ketterdam, but then they're going somewhere else. Are they? Well, yeah, they're not staying with the crows because they don't know the crows. No, because they're going to go farther they than should, that. They're, they're, they were talking about going to some other country. That they have yeah, not- I think they were going to go to the Legion Storm. Yeah, that guy. Up. Well, I think I think they're going to meet you know who in um, Ketterdam. Uh, I you know who. Um, I'm not going to say it. Because I don't want to spoil it, but the guy who everybody is excited about. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think they're gonna meet him in Ketterdam, and I think that's how it's gonna go in season two. I think they're gonna. He's gonna be. This mysterious man is gonna be the person that takes them to their other place. Yeah, I think that's, and they're gonna meet probably in Ketterdam because they have to because they have to go to Ketterdam to go other places because it's kind of that port hub of you go there and then you go. It's like a layover in Ketterdam and then you go um so uh to ask this question because I, I sent him the quiz earlier did you do the quiz yeah okay I'm gonna infer furry in inferni furry inferni yeah uh, I had him take the Grisha verse to see what Grisha order he would be in and he's an inferni what's an inferni it's the fire guy Mm, red jacket dude? no 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 blue jacket blue jacket, dude. jacket. Put them out here firebender yeah firebender okay cool. okay zuko yeah definitely okay but like they were the questions they asked me i was like i would do neither of these <laughs> any of these but i guess if i have to i have to i have to i have to send you the 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 one with the six of crows to see which crow you would be i'm jesper i've never I've never done that one. Oh wait, I was. I feel like I'd be the train guy, man. <laughs> the conductor? Yeah. No, it's only the crows. He's not a crow. Oh, uh, but he's a he's a was it 
one of those uh substitutes com complimentary uh, yeah one of those substitutes okay okay for free, the meantime free agent what were you grace uh i am an ethereal guy no mm -hmm. no i feel like you would be a heart render i am a, a heart render i remember telling you this why was i thinking ethereal guy because of him um i am a, cor a corporal guy which is the heart renderers and the healers I took it further and uh, was a heart render. Nina Zenig all the way. Who do you think I am? Just take a guess what you think I am. <laughs> I think you're a material guy. Is that what you think? What do you think, Jacob? What do you think? Do you, what do you think? Am I? Event that they do uh, the event. Thing. They do the event. Oh. So he's the one that made the gloves and like they manipulate matter into shapes. So they do metal work, bone work, fabric work, stuff like that. I would assume that because all the material per people, they're all wearing glasses. So, like... <laughs> I feel like that would be more you. That's the purple jacket people that you yeah, can hardly yeah, see. The blue. They're the cool guys. The blue, blue jacket people are the ethereal. ethereal okay. No, I don't know because I don't like everybody else, man. And like the only purple jack people, it seems like they're the only good people who don't know they're doing bad stuff. David, yeah. <laughs> David with the raising his hand, and then and then the bar the Ben Barnes was like, "Yes, David." That was so cute. It was like he was like, "I <laughs> was, was okay." So do you want me to reveal? Yeah, why should be like water some some. No. So I'm at a, I'm a, I'm a summoner. Can you guess which one? I feel like you're a squalor. Okay. You give me Zoya vibes. You know, I wish it was Zoya. I'm actually in the Darkling. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find the photo because I wanted to show you. Oh. I'm a shadow summoner, or I forget what it's called. Yeah, a darkling. I'm the darkling. Yeah, basically, that's what you wish you got. Huh? No, you don't wish you had that. Cause uh, he has, he has, a, he has big responsibilities. Okay, he has to do what I he... like power. That's the thing. He likes power, but he no, he, like he doesn't. It's not. He's only craving power, and I hope they don't mess up this character by making him solely evil and just being a. Like one of those like mustache twirling bad guys, like they always do, because mm. like he has reasons to be upset. He's trying to protect Grisha. He might go to extreme lengths, but there's a reason for that. Everybody has their own reason. That's why I like this thing. The only people I can see are complete bad are the kings and queens, because like they're never good. They're just they're just never. Yeah. Good. I won't tell you or give you anything about the Darkling and what happens. Um, so are you a Dark Lena stand? So do you want the Darkling and Alina to get together? Because I don't like Alina. Okay. Because Ben hope... Barnes is a Dark Lena shipper. Yeah. Yes. Well, because in the book, their romance is a little smoother. Romance. Yeah. But also, you know, I could see how, yeah. Because like there's moments where I'm like, I'm like, okay, she could mature and she could do these things. And like, yeah. And like, I could still see how they could work out. They could still work out. They could work through this. 
It's not. It's just a tiff. Would you rather her end up with uh, the Darkwing, or would you rather her end up with Mel? You like Mel? You don't like Mel? I like Mel. He's he's a bro. He's my dude. But my, you had how many years of growing up to make a move? You didn't kiss her that last night when you knew you were gonna die. Come on, man. Come on. Bust the move. You're living out in the woods with her. Do something. Say something. Give a little, like, hey. So what is your rating for the series as a whole? Of five stars. Out of five stars? Oh. See, I hate five stars. Okay. Out of ten. Out of ten. Ten. Okay. Or you can do Rotten Tomatoes percentage. Percentage. Ooh, that's even more specific, so I like that. I'd say it's like a it's like a 80 maybe no like a 89 88 there's like some moments where I'm like uh, that feels too low but like I just want it there's a place it can go higher so I'm leaving space for it to like get up mm-hmm. okay. that's, that's kind of why like if, if a season one is like 90 or 100 there's only one place to go down I could see it getting better and better okay I like that. Cool. Should I, should I get into specifics? Why? I don't know. Alina bugs me sometimes, but <laughs> growing on her. So there's, there's, there's things there. Um, I don't like how the crows were like, kind of like second fiddle. And like, they were kind of like, you know, almost like useless at the end, you know? How they failed. It was all power. At it the was end. all power at the end, and I get like you could do that, and like they're they're beyond like something, but also like it felt like you know they were kind of like restricted to just shooting guns and like that's knocking people over and like. But if you think about it, that's how the Grisha view regular people is. They are beneath the Grisha. It's the Grisha is the first army, and then. The regular army is the second army. Or no, it's reversed. Am I right or am I wrong? I have no idea. You know, I think the first army is the Grisha because they're they're considered more like Grisha are considered higher class citizens than and that's why there is this hate towards Grisha because they are considered and you see it in you see it in that ending where they can't even they can't even fight like regular like Kaz yes Kaz Jesper and even Inej is losing against the Heartrender because even though she does have all these slick moves it takes him to grab onto her arm and her heart rate to slow down and then Zoya to step in so I think that's also kind of going into like the classism and stuff and the play on it and I hope it is resolved. Um. What do you think is going to happen with Zoya? I think she's just going to, look, this is what's going to happen. We're not going to see her for season two, maybe, maybe. But season three, she's going to come back and she's going to have like, like a whole like character arc growth. She's now cool. Maybe she's a mom. Who knows? She can go either way. Um, but like I could see how like she could just like turn into something good. You're giving that face like, oh, she's going to be, she's, you're not going to like what, what's going to happen to her. I, just the mom thing caught me off guard. The mom thing did. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. well, kind of like, this... like, like, I imagine her, like, going back to her hometown, and then there's only, like, a little bit people left. No, they were all dead. 
Okay, then they're all dead, and she goes back, and maybe she finds one guy. Maybe. There's just hope there. There's nobody. I have no idea. Whatever. I don't know what happens to her. She might go on a revenge thing and, like, just, like... I know what happens, because I'm in the third series reading King of Scars duology. It's, like, it's it's the Grisha trilogy, Six of Crows Mm -hmm. duology. It's two books. And then the King of Scars duology. Duology. I just want, like, there to be, like, a kind of like building an alliance to where like okay Zoya's over here and I trust this person so she could build her little camp here get some people who follow her follow the cause set up do you space think right she's here. with Alina now with yeah obviously cause? I think she they kind of align better there's it's no like common to... enemy I think it's it's okay there's the darkling there's the kings and queens running things how it's supposed to be run there's Ketterdam where they want to just vibe they just willy-nilly. Then there's the Lena crew that's like, okay, we're for this cause. We're the good guys. And we're just doing the good. And Zoya lines up with that, I think. Okay. For the good of the people. For the good of the people. Not completely. She might do some weird stuff and like maybe stab her back, but like I don't think she's going to outright just be like, I'm not with you anymore. Mm-hmm. I think she aligns. Okay. Cool. Did you like how it hinted at Nina kind of joining the crows? When did it do that? Well, at the end, they were talking about like, oh, oh we have another plan. Yeah, yeah. And she looks over them. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, the Darkling's dead. Yeah, that's that's that's. Kind of- I like that because I'm just like, okay, cool. Because I really like Nina's. Because we see how she gets inducted into the crows. Because we don't know how really in the books. But what did you think of the last scene of Ben Barnes walking out of the, I like how I refer to him as Ben Barnes, uh, mm-hmm. the Darkling. Darkling. He's Ben Barnes. Yeah. How do you, what did you think when you saw him? Like, did you know, like, this dude ain't dead when he started walking out and then he, like, told the, the Volcra behind him to follow? What did you think? This was, like, my whole theory and I, like, spit it to her. I told her, like, what I think should have happened, what could have happened. What might happen probably isn't going to happen, but this is my wish. I don't want him to be a bad guy, but I want him to align himself with the bad guy. So maybe while he was in there, there's a bigger bad thing in there. And it's like a portal or it's like anything that like it opens the world. Because like this thing didn't come out of nothing. It came out of him. Came out of him, but also like. Again, you got to keep in mind, uh, we have been, we like a bunch of other types of shows where there's always a the bad guy is not always the bad, the bad guy. guy it's a bigger bad guy always so Darth it's- Vader bad guy in the first one no he's actually there's actually like a emperor that like controls him and he actually ends up being the good guy at the end I'm just not gonna say anything I'm just gonna keep a blank face because I'm not gonna spoil anything literally because like because <laughs> I'm good with spoilers though this episode grace i don't know if you've been catching me but i've been i've been keeping a tight lip pretty good uh-huh continue so so this is what could like what what i wish would happen that he is now like all right i'm gonna go take over stuff i gotta align myself with the bad stuff i gotta go full on into this darkling persona because i tried to be cool i tried to like kind of like you know ease my way into it have alina line up with me Need the sun summoner. Nope. Now I can control this thing. I'm going to use it to my advantage. 
and he's going to keep on doing that. But then he's going to realize like, hey, maybe this isn't the vibe. I don't want to rule over all darkness because, you know, I kind of like the sun. I hope it like it like there's that like he balances balance. out. He balances out. If he doesn't balance out, you'll be disappointed. Uh, I'll see it coming. But like, you know, I just like the dude. You like the character or you like Ben Barnes? I like he the, likes char- the character. He doesn't like Ben Barnes. I, like, I could like Ben Barnes. He looks like a... a, a He's a sweetheart. Yeah. He's so sweet. Uh, yeah. he, reminds me of like he looks like dog. if I meet him at a coffee shop, he'll shake my hand and be like, hmm. <laughs> well, I think this is a good place to end. I'm going for like... An hour and a half. Yeah, almost two hours. Uh, I told you. Yeah. So this was a good conversation. This is the first time I actually like talked, talked with Jacob. Because it always happens on the podcast. Always our guests. It's like the first time I'm actually having a conversation with them. Well, you have been around when he's talking. But like I've never talked. Like had a conversation. Yeah. Jacob also helps us when we're writing. He's our common sense checker. It has been like six months, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been six months. He, he, and I like, remember that night. <laughs> night. He he literally came in and we're just like, okay, we need you to run some things by you. Does all of this make sense? Does the world make sense? Because you know, he, he if you've been listening, you see him kind of seeing what the motive is behind everything, how everything lines up. He's really into that. So we asked him to help us with it. After he did, we had a really good meeting, and then like the next week he's just like so when's the next when's the next meeting yeah, and I was, I was like, just like, our last meeting yeah. <laughs> we're like we're cutting a break here i'll let Six you know break. i'm gonna get back to writing i'm gonna get back to writing jacob is our, our fact checker for sure i got more ideas now yeah i remember it though yeah um it was really cool it was really cool i was even like going to sleep at night and being like Ooh. oh Wow. He was invested. So, so Jacobs is going to be a beta reader as well. I am. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if we want him actually to be a beta reader because of the scenes we have planned. He can handle it. He can handle it. I've seen stuff. He <laughs> <laughs> can read stuff, though. Maybe he should read the deal. I might giggle. You know, I'm a giggler. And I'm like, oh, the way he caressed. Oh, no, but, but we. I don't know. Is that what you're talking about? Way more detailed than that, sir. Yeah, the elbow. But yeah, but I didn't want to say exactly because, like, the elbow looks like whatever. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Continue, Grace. What were you gonna say, Grace? Um, The the weenus. Yeah. The the weenus. Okay. Um. Yeah, you might you might be able to. I'll, I'll give you some stuff. Test it out, and you can let us know if it sounds cringy or if it sounds smooth yeah will you be reading six of crows look i don't want to i don't want to let you down man so i'm gonna say maybe okay i can take that i don't even care if you read it honestly and then it's like it's like a 70 percent no 30 percent yes what is rising every time i hear it. good thing about it so grace just go it's like literally like my schedule and trying to organize things and he he's not the type like you know me i can listen to an audiobook and then do stuff 
him he wants to actually have the book in front of him as he listens or as he whatever is and I'm just like yeah that's how I am too I like to read it as I listen yeah we'll see if if he gets into it it'll be on our listeners yeah. if our listeners yeah. will the next time you see me I'll have like a whole shirt and be like all about um so do you want to plug any of your socials yeah <laughs> I? yes uh, so yeah I'm on Instagram. Not, not on Snapchat. Oh, uh, Guacu Mole, G U A C O B M O L E. Believe that's how you spell it. Also on TikTok, have one video. We'll tie. We'll do a video. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do a thing. And most likely on a TikTok, we'll have him a video featuring him. So if you haven't followed us on TikTok, make sure you guys do so. We do post sneak peeks of upcoming episodes and we'll most likely have a video there yeah. with this food up in there yeah i'm foo uh-huh and yeah you guys okay. have now met my brother congratulations yeah. and if you follow me i'm a weirdo just getting that out there if you didn't if you stuck along long enough to hear this isn't even the half of it there's a lot more stuff and it's 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 not all it's good not. so when if you do follow me be prepared you. sorry that's on you okay so um grace do we have anything to plug for us any individual stuff um i got my apple pencil guys so yeah she's been talking about that for a while <laughs> is it still in your purse no it's on the floor <laughs> it's in the box in the box okay um, so Pretty soon, most likely by the end of July, we will be having our first set of enamel pins out on our shop. So you will be able to pre-order them and make sure you buy them. Um, we'll probably be doing um, a few vinyl stickers for Tumblr. So you could just stick them on there with our logo. We are gonna be redoing our logo very, very soon. So that keep an eye out for so that. If you wanna get a vintage logo set. Yeah, definitely, definitely hit us up on that. We're gonna let you guys know um, when all of those things are going to drop, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and make sure you guys follow us on TikTok. We are posting a lot more videos. I am sticking to it. It's just been a wild week. We have some aesthetic videos coming up. Yes, we do. And um, I have giveaway. I'll link it down below. It'll be the first link. Go enter the giveaway. That's it. You're going to, if you enter when you get 365 days, and a copy of court, a court of silver flames. Oh, spicy set! Yeah, it's a spicy set. It's a spicy set. You should read three hundred sixty-five days. No, don't. Don't, the, the, don't, the don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Oh, is that the guy who cuts off his arm? <laughs> no, that's three three hundred hours, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Three hundred sixty-five days. Okay. So great. You lost baby girl. <laughs> oh, you lost baby girl. Masiro. Oh, that guy. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Don't read it. Don't read it. There's not even the iconic "Are you lost, baby girl?" scene. Um. Cringy stuff. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't like we'll see. We'll see. Okay. okay. So thank uh, you, everybody, to who's been listening. Have a good day, man. Yeah. Go do something inspiring. Okay. okay. We'll see you. Bye. Yes. <laughs>